We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Steve Geller along with Jeff Nowak back here on Sports Talk. Welcome in the Cajun Cannon. Bobby A. Bear getting ready for a big weekend. How's it going, Bobby? Doing good. Uh, yeah, uh, hopefully uh, the rain will pass and uh, we can have a good weekend. You know, we, we need the rain, but we rather it rain during the week than we have off. Uh, we wanted the weather to be beautiful. <laughs> yes, indeed. And Bobby, what did you make of the news when you heard Diana Rossini's report from ESPN saying that the Saints and Jameis Winston are looking to restructure, rework his deal uh, to bring him back on backup quarterback salary money instead of that current contract he's has and he's got until Wednesday a deadline to to make his decision or else he'll be released yeah uh, you're gonna have to kind of explain that to me because I remember uh, looking at the situation when you would release them as far as you know dealing with the salary cap uh, first thing though if he does come back uh, it's a different role it's an Andy Dome type role uh, like last year uh, would be more uh, a backup now, uh, but an injury, you know, that all of a sudden, you know, if you're, you're in a game, in a real game, uh, th- then you're the start of it. But he'd have to humble himself as far as money. Uh, I-, I think he's still capable of getting within, like, the $4 million range. Uh, but I just don't think there's a market for him right now as a starter. It'd be more in that backup role, and he's familiar with the offense. So I can, I can see him um, – you know, being a good team player and being able uh, to back up uh, Derek Carr, I, I think the ideal backup would be Andy Dalton. Uh, but I think Andy Dalton, he played himself into uh, making a lot more money, uh, you know, what he did this past season, uh, whether that be with the Saints or with other teams. But I remember when I was looking at Winston's situation, uh, if the Saints were an outright release, uh, Jameis, it would be on the hook for $11.2 million dead cap charge. Mm-hmm. Uh, money that would count uh, against their 2023 salary cap. Uh, you know, even if, you know, James was playing elsewhere, while uh, that would clear $4.4 million immediately, uh, that if the Saints, if the Orleans waited or they designated Winston a post-June 1st release, it would clear $12.8 million in the 2023 uh, cap space. Uh, but it would not realize those savings until June the 2nd. So you wouldn't have, uh, you know, trying to sign a free agent whenever. But uh, that's a big difference, clearing 4.4 uh, versus uh, $12.8 million. I know we're always dealing with the salary cap. That's why I don't know if Jeff or you know that uh, why all of a sudden, you know, the deadline like is this Wednesday. And uh, we all thought that, you know, James Wynn could be around, but why wouldn't they wait until uh, post-June 1st? 
Well, I, I think they can still designate him a post June one cut if they if they want. Like the the designation kind okay. of means like he's a he would effectively be a free agent. And the question is then, do you want to hold that cap savings until June as opposed to getting four million immediately? And you know, it might help in terms of clearing that cap. One thing that I do want to ask you about that literally just happened, and I'm going to let you react to it in real time. You had very good timing with your with your uh, appearance today. The Panthers have just traded Uh-oh. for the number one overall pick. No. Yes. Wow. Great That's, timing to have a bear on. Uh, Ian Rappaport is uh, is reporting. I don't. It's going to be multiple first rounders, but you know, dun, I don't know if dun, it's going to be Bryce dun. Young or C.J. Stroud, but. There's going to be at least one more interesting quarterback in the division than we thought. <laughs> yeah, they definitely – you don't move up like that unless you're oh, going for a particular right. quarterback, uh, a quarterback that you targeted and you think is going to be your future. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be interesting to see uh, who is it. Uh, do you have an idea? Uh, who would you pick, Jeff? If you're the GM, you or Steve, if you're the GM of Carolina, who would y'all take? Because I don't think it's a slam dunk. I mean, I, I mean, well, what is your take on that? Personally speaking, I am I am not a fan of drafting five foot ten quarterbacks. Um, right. And so it, I, I like C.J. Stroud. If it was me and I was picking a guy number one, it would be C.J. Stroud, just because what he showed in the semifinal game of the college football playoff, I thought, really kind of answered a lot of questions that I had. And I just you know like Drew Brees is an, the exception to the rule, where you're talking right. about an undersized quarterback. I just don't – like, a guy who weighs 199 pounds sitting in the pocket can't see over the offensive lineman in front of him. Like, I'm sure he's going to be a good quarterback, but I don't know if he's the number one pick in my opinion. All right, guys, chew on this. Chew on – Bobby, right now we do have the compensation now is in uh, the Bears trading the number one overall pick to the Carolina Panthers for pick number nine, pick number 61, a first-round selection in 2024, a second-round pick in 2025, and also – Wide receiver DJ Moore. Ooh. Yeah. Pretty spicy deal for, for the Bears. Yeah. Man. Well, well I think DJ Moore, Moore is one of the better receivers in the field. Yeah, great for Justin credit. Fields for sure. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, if you're a Bears fan, you got to be, <laughs> uh, I think, excited about that. But uh, no, the Panthers are all in. Whoever they think, they think that guy is, they count on him to be uh, the future. And. What I mean by the future, you could say they're not going to give up on him. Uh, you know, usually that's a handful of year, years, at least four or five years, or you look at Zach Wilson's situation with the Jets. But it's right. not a couple of years and done. But, uh, yeah, yeah, when you look at that, uh, hey, you, we're going to have more breaking news, uh, you know, going forward. And and uh, I, But I look at, you know, what Sean Payton had said. Uh, I think he might have said this on Colin Cowherd or so. He said, I, I, he said, all teams, we should get out of the business are reaching, are drafting an undersized player in the first fifteen picks. Mm-hmm. So, and and now Sean has Russell Wilson, but look <laughs> look where Russell Wilson was picked. But that's why uh, you almost if, if you drafted in the top fifteen picks in the NFL, you almost have to be a slam dunk that that they have to work out. And it's extremely disappointing and and sets your team back when those type of individuals don't. So. Uh, I think as far as a uh, prototype, yeah, Straw would definitely be the one that I think Carolina uh, could be looking at because uh, he, he he looks the part. So just in that regard, I, I would say uh, that I'd be leaning more, instead of the Bama quarterback, I, I'd be leaning more towards Stroud also. 
I can't stop thinking about the fact that the Bears are now going to have Justin Fields, DJ Moore, Chase Claypool, and probably draft B. John Robinson. <laughs> and, like, they might have the best skill position allotment in the NFL. What? It, oh man. Anyway, that's well, well. Yeah, when you look at the Bears, the Bears are desperate, uh, like the Jets. Uh, they're just trying to be relevant, right. and uh, you know the Jets had been to the playoffs and and uh, since 2010. So uh, I don't know how they cannot all be all in on um, Aaron Rodgers. So, uh, but, but you know, in that regard, uh, you look at, I mean, I, look what they gave up uh, to get the number one overall pick. I mean, uh, well, why wouldn't you go after maybe Lamar Jackson with Carolina? I, I don't know. You give up two person and all that, and what comes about. But that that's a different story. But you know what else, Steve? You were telling me. Uh, and I think this is a big get and bring stability because, you know, we got to win in all phases, is uh, the re-signing of uh, JT Gray. Yes. But uh, for, for special teams. I mean, here's a guy I, I was puzzled. Uh, I remember way back before we had JT Gray when we let uh, Chris Banjo go. I was like, man, this guy's like a perennial pro bowler. He's always amongst the best in the NFL on special teams. Well, and, and he was like an A. But then his replacement, uh, J.T. Gray, was an A+. So it was like a win-win situation. Uh, and I look at J.T. Gray. Uh, you know what's crazy? He ended up having in a sack and a half. You know he had more sacks than Davenport? <laughs> Davenport. Vargas <laughs> Davenport had a half a sack. J.T. Gray, a sack and a half. He led the team, special teams, and tackles with 11. So you always expect that he's going to do that, uh, you know, year in and year out. I still think he has a lot left in the tank to lead the special teams unit, and also he can contribute on defense and how uh, Coach Allen likes to utilize him that way. Yeah, you mentioned just so you know the details of that deal for Gray. It's a three-year contract worth $9.6 million and two point four at the signing. Yeah, he's, um, you know, it was almost like a top special teams player. Uh, you can get like, uh, you know, $1.2, $1.5 million, but it looks like according to that contract and you got two and a half guaranteed, it's kind of like uh, – Two and a half to three million a season, if you consider it amongst the best on special teams in the league. Bobby, looking at this weekend, Alec Box Stadium final non-conference play before uh, the big SEC grind begins for top-ranked LSU baseball. Tigers have been mashing away, and uh, you know, hopefully, we get to see some more of that again this weekend against a Samford squad coming in. Yeah, well, they are, they're living up to expectations, and Steve, like I talked to you, know, you have to speak clearly. You can't say, you know, Sanford real yes. quick. They might be talking about Stanford, you know, in the Pac-12. No, Sanford out of Alabama. They're a 6-6 six and six team. And one thing I'm impressed with LSU and all the pressure, they live up to the expectations before you're going to start SEC play as far as uh, living up to that number one billing now at 12-1 uh, and one, uh, right now. So, look, this is the first time LSU and Sanford has played uh, one another uh, in their school's history. Uh, just looking at uh, one of the Sanford Bulldogs, one of their uh, top pitchers, uh, Jacob Kravitz. He's leads the Southern Conference right now with 23 strikeouts and 16 and two-third innings pitch. Uh, his opponent's batting average is only 143. And uh, so that'll be interesting to see, you know, if we can avoid the strikeouts against that type pitcher going against him. And uh, one of the top hitters is the infielder, Garrett Howell, who leads the lineup batting 366. Uh, average 10 RBIs, 478 with runners on base, and and uh, 467 with runners in scoring position. So those two players that you might see stand out for uh, stand out 
the Sanford Bulldogs, but uh, LSU should be able to take it. Kara Ben is going into SEC play uh, when it comes next week because Ben is almost like a playoff series considering how stout the SEC and what they rank amongst the teams in the country. As far as, you, you know, it's hard to sweep a team, uh, but, boy, that's when you got to come away, whether you're playing like uh, Tennessee or Florida, uh, Texas A&M, whoever it might be that you're winning two out of three, Arkansas. It's going to be a continuous process when you start SEC play. Yeah, the game tonight, uh, first pitch is 6.30, Alec Box Stadium. We're going to have live updates during our show. We'll be on until 8 o'clock, uh, giving you the latest on that game. Also then tomorrow, though, you can get Tigers versus Bulldogs, a pregame at 6 p.m., first pitch, 6.30. Also Sunday, the game is a 1 o'clock first pitch with pregame going 12.30 there on WWL and the Odyssey app. You know, Steve, also I wanted to give credit. I didn't get to do it. He achieved this early in the week. And, I mean, Mike and I never got to it and it with Charlie. But you look at the 500 club. And what I mean by that, how about Ron Hunter at Tulane? Yeah. Uh, the 500 win. I mean, that means you got to coach a long time. Uh, that I, I thought we had to give – you guys got to give him a lot of credit. I think what he's done for Tulane basketball um, – he said, and he went on to say, I'm happy that I did it with this group at Tulane. Uh, I'm always, always going to remember that. I know I don't have another 500 wins in me. I don't think he said I'm going to live that long. <laughs> but you look at you look at way back, uh, I want to say when he became a head coach, he was only like 31 years of age, uh, looking at his, all his head coach experience. You know, going back to 1994, he was at IUPUI. Uh, it sounded like a disease or something. Uh, he stayed with there 17 seasons before going to Georgia State in 2011. Then he came to Tulane in 2019. So congratulations uh, to Ron Hunter. And uh, like he said, when I was a head coach at 31 years old, I had no idea that I'd be doing this this long. And, and look where I'm at now with 500 wins. Yeah, there's also, you know, one other guy I think is worth shouting out. Uh, and uh, I'd like to hear your reaction to this. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, Larry Nance was on a Pelicans kind of spaces on Twitter a few days ago, and he made a promise uh, regarding, you know, buying some tickets for some military members. And he he went so far as to buy 200 tickets that he's going to give out to military members for Saturday's game against the Thunder. And each ticket comes with a $10 food voucher. And it's like, you just go sign up for it. You get it, you go. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, the Larry Nance, uh, boy, yeah. you know, you get some like good characters and uh, individuals on your team. Uh, that's right. what you want, uh, what, they, what he brings to the court, his leadership, his veteran leadership, but also his involvement in the community. You no, know, Larry Nass is, uh, is good people, and uh, that, that, that's a big feather in the Pelicans camp when, when he came on board. And, um, you know, hopefully the Pelicans, uh, it'd be interesting to see. And I, and I was telling Steve this uh, early. I wanted to talk about this early in the week. Uh, but looking at the Pels and where they're at, I don't know, when you think they're going to win – uh, you know, they fall short. And I thought, oh, they're not going to beat Dallas. And then you look what happens. And then you need C.J. McCollum right now. I don't know. He has to play like an all-star to close out game. And it's going to be unbelievable what he's going to have to do, I think, to close out games in the fourth quarter. Uh, have we heard anything about Brandon Ingram and when expecting him back or yes. what? Because, you know, with Zion, it's almost – I don't know. What are we counting on Zion? Maybe we're in the playing game the postseason? Because I'll be surprised if he comes back before that. There was a or Willie Green said today he's going to be questionable for tomorrow. I guess that's a positive thing that he's not out. But um, we saw Brandon be questionable for like a month and a half with a toe injury. So 
Uh, I'm not yeah. gonna I'm not gonna jump through any hoops just yet. Was it a toe injury or did he get Ankle. some kind of disease oh. in his mouth from biting his teammate? That was weird. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was, we, I rolled over his ankle. How about Kevin Durant when how he got hurt? Oh, that was <laughs> that was wild. Seeing you know he's just warming up and boom slips on the uh, on the, the hardwood there and just yeah you talk about no luck and Anthony Davis has uh, obviously the name street clothes but I believe Kevin Durant's missed more time lately than Anthony Davis has it, even. It is always funny to me yeah, you watch you watch the NFL and these guys like run at full speed <laughs> and like hit each other like like Mack trucks and then the NBA like take a jump shot and fall down and heap. Yeah, it's like they just uh, rolled over their ankle. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I can see a lot of times, I don't know, a tape job or whatever, but if you step on someone's foot, uh, you know, we all played basketball, you probably rolled over your ankle that way. But, yeah, with uh, with Kevin Durant, uh, the floor wasn't wet. He just, if you look at the video, he just rolls over on his ankle and then uh, him being out. But, uh, yeah, that, that's one thing with Zion. I, I said, boy, we don't want any bootleg T-shirts out there with Zion, uh, a street clothes 2.0. That'd be like, uh, you know, with AD. But look what Anthony Davis is out doing uh, with the Lakers. So these guys are so talented. But, again, you have to be available uh, to be held accountable. And uh, th- th- that's the number one thing is can you be available. And, you know, with Derek Carr, we're going to be interviewing him tomorrow, bringing him into the Saints Bowl, the Hootah Nation. And that's one thing Derek Carr has been available you look, uh, Jeff, I want to say, I don't know if you know the top of your head, you or Steve, I think he's on, has he missed three games? or, or uh, It's like he's basically played all the time. I'd have to look that up. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, he is he is one of the iron men out there at the quarterback position for sure. And, uh, and, and right quick, what I wanted to say about, uh, I wanted to bring about the Pelicans, uh, and, and this is what uh, Coach Willie Greener said. And looking at the Pelicans, they ranked 29th. And, you know, it's a three-point league now, uh, and especially with Zion. You know, Zion can attack the basket. It's really a three-point league. You look at the Kings or, or a number of people out there jacking it up. But the Pelicans ranked 29 in three-point attempts and 21st in three-point percentage. Uh, they are 25th in three-point pointers made. The five teams that ranked below them in that category were the Magic, the Rockets, Lakers, the Spurs, and the Bulls. And it was like, okay, are they in the postseason? It'll be interesting to see with the Lakers what's going to happen. But you look at since Zion injured his hamstring on January the 2nd, uh, since then the Pelicans have been in a free fall, to say the least, you know, 9-20. and 20. But Coach Willie Green said that uh, after a win over the Hawks last month, Willie Green said he wanted his team to attempt at least 35 three-pointers per game. And then when this thing came out in the nine games uh, since that Hawks game, uh, the Pelicans had played uh, since then. They had taken 35 or more threes only uh, uh, only once. So the coach is telling them, we got to jack up more threes. Now you got to make them. But they had taken 35 or more threes only once, and they had attempted 28 and a half three-pointers in that stretch and are making them at a 32% rate. So that's something to look forward to. And uh, look at C.J. McCollum, how uh, he was able to knock down those crucial threes in the fourth quarter. And that was the difference of uh, of winning that game against Dallas. You know, if you look how they closed out that game, uh, he had a mid-range jumper, then he hit three straight three-pointers. And uh, and he got that layup, I remember, 44 and a half seconds remaining. But he had scored five baskets in the final four minutes in that game and 16 of his 32 points in the fourth quarter. But that's what we're going to have to have. C.J. McCollum uh, coming through in the fourth quarter. And, 
and attempting the three-point shot uh, like Willie Green wants it to do and hopefully knock him down. Appreciate the time, Bobby. Be talking to you tomorrow at the Saints facility as we introduce, or we're there for the introduction of David Carr to the uh, the rest of New Orleans. I said Derek or David? No, you Dang, said David Derek Carr. Who, who didn't that, make it with the that, That's a demerit, so I have to put something in the fine jar now. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, the, David Carr, think about where he was drafted with the Texans, but they had no offensive <laughs> line. But, uh, yeah, I'd say the younger brother's a little better. <laughs> Thanks again, Bobby. Have a good one and talk to you tomorrow. All right, talk to you tomorrow. Okay, later. We'll be back with more on Sports Talk here with Jeff, Steve, and Charlie on WWL. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.